This episode is brought to you by Bullet Wealth. It's a new YouTube channel. It's got a lot of interesting facts about like financial advice. It's hosted by Scott Merrick. He's the owner of Maya Wealth, a wealth management company. And so he has the experience and the know-how. It's very entertaining. You can get a nice little financial segmented education if you go to Bullet Wealth on YouTube. Check it out. This episode is also brought to you by Sheath, the underwear of legends. It is the underwear with the dual pouch system. One pouch for one part of the male anatomy, another for the other part of the male anatomy. Not only is the underwear the most comfortable underwear you'll ever wear, but it also has the most stylish designs and patterns. The fabrics actually have a cooling effect when you put them on for the very first time. Your body will thank you because it's one of the hottest parts of your body. So cooling it down with these special fabrics that Sheath provides is a nice experience. The proof is in the pudding. We have a 100% money back guarantee on the very first pair. If you don't like it, we'll send you your money back. Go to sheathunderwear.com, use promo code RPG and save 20%. We appreciate your support. Back to the show. Welcome to the RPG Podcast. And we are live. Oh, God, Pat! Presented by Sheath. A Time Wheel Production. And new lightweight WBC Women's International Champion, Chelsea Anderson. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Um, you know, I, we, I've interviewed a lot of champions on this show, and it's really cool to be able to get into the mind of a, you know, someone who's done it and, like, see what it takes to get there. Um, so that's kind of why we're having you on here. I really appreciate you coming on. Yeah, of course. Are you in, are you in Yorba Linda? I am. I've never heard of it. <laughs> I heard of it. I grew up in Southern California and I, I heard of it. I don't know that I ever went there. I think maybe we played some of your teams in like high school or something. Esperanza. Probably. Yeah. I played basketball and it's been a long time, so I don't really remember exactly, but, uh, How's, how does it how, how does it feel to be the champion these days? Um, it feels good, but, you know, it's the international title. It's kind of like the first step to world title. I see. Okay. Okay. Well, see, because I'm not, like, totally familiar with everything about, like, boxing. I know that you guys were swanging. You guys were banging on that in that last fight. I, and you you had her rocked in the eighth. Yes. Kind of like I, I was thinking like Leon Edwards and Nate Diaz. Yeah. I don't know if do you follow. I do. You, I okay. Do. I have three dogs, by the way, so they're a little crazy. Uh, I have three. We have three dogs also. Come here. This is a little brat, so. Uh, the barker. <laughs> is that like a greyhound or something? No, I don't know what she is. I think she's a mix of something. Okay. Maybe a greyhound and chihuahua. 
Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> so yeah, this WBC title, it's you know, boxing has way too many titles, but also it's kind of going away for us because it gives us a chance to win. I'm gonna go grab it. It gives us a chance to win a belt. Totally. It's something that I'll have for the rest of my life. That's no. awesome. No, that's amazing. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people don't know about that you get to keep the belt. They think you have to give it to the next person. Wow, that is nice. Very nice. Yeah, we get to keep the belt. I think when they, if say like someone were to like win the belt, then they mail them a new belt. So you don't take someone's belt away from them. You get mailed a new belt. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's pretty cool. Because yeah, I would want to want to hang on to that. Right. I, I mean. The UFC is doing something different now with the the like the gemstones on the so you don't just stack belts. I guess like Anderson Silva had like fifteen belts. Yeah. Because <laughs> every time he won, he got a new belt, and that's yeah, that. that's crazy. I that. <laughs> yeah, that's too many. That's too much. Yeah. So, uh, I, I I mean, I saw the first picture I saw with you was with Dana White. Yeah. <laughs> so. Do you, is it just because you were fighting on Fight Pass or, or do you? Yes. So because of that promotion, I've fought for them three times, but that promotion, they made a deal with UFC Fight Pass. So they also have the guy, Callum Walsh, who's like the main event of that, of all the cards. Oh, okay. He is like, I don't know if he's being like co-promoted with Dana White because sometimes I'll be watching like a UFC broadcast and then I'll see like, oh, Callum Walsh is fighting on UFC Fight Pass. So I think they're kind of promoting him. So that's why Dana White was there. That's pretty cool. I mean, just to get that. I mean, I'm all, I'm not all about energy, but like we think about how the universe is like vibrations and energy and what you think about, you bring about and the law of attraction and stuff. And like the fact that you're right, you know, there with the dude that's like at the pinnacle of, uh, fighting basically right. or whatever promotions and uh, it means you're like doing something right right yeah. well the first time he came I didn't know he was coming and I like walk out to go check out the ring and then I see his name on the chair and I was like holy shit uh, it made me like so nervous I'm like it's like Dana White Deontay Wilder Luke Rockhold and I was like ah because I've never like really fought in front of anyone before but wow my own people and people in the crowd, but someone like that I was so nervous, but he's so cool. And it was, you know, it's really cool when he's there. Uh, I was, yeah, he was at an event we went to and everyone was like circling around him and like, and he went and took pictures and I could have gone and taken a picture. One of the people at my table ended up actually getting one. And I was like, damn, I, I didn't know it was going to be that easy. He just went up and got it. Like the line moved real quick and I don't know, but I'm not like, I didn't want to be like that, I guess. Uh, <laughs> no, but he's so cool. He took pictures with everyone. He stopped and said hi to everyone. So. Yeah. He's like, he's did, that's what you got to do. I mean, I I went to an event recent, like this weekend. It was called the Smoke Out Bug Out. And it's kind of funny. They had these four guys smoke an ounce of weed in an hour and then have to answer all these philosophical questions. And I was a judge. And... Uh, it, it was the event was really funny, but getting there, people are like, "Are you the sheath guy?" Because we sponsored the uh, we sponsored the host podcast, and uh, so people that listen to the podcast know about sheath, and then they knew who I was because I was wearing a sheath shirt. And so, but I was, it's like 
hey, <laughs> it's cool. Like, you gotta, uh, it's nice to meet you. And uh, thanks for what like supporting our brand and stuff. It's you got to be cool. You got to be cool. And I was and it's very, it's really kind of like flattering. Have you had any of that kind of experience, you know, since? Um, not that much, but it is like, say I went and watched like when the promotion had a fight, I didn't fight on a and watch and, you know, people come up to me or if I go to like any like Orange County events, yeah, a couple people and it's always like, it's so like weird. I'm like, oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, also like, it's, it's weird feeling. It's cool, but it's like, like I used to be the one like trying to find boxers at, you know, events to go take pictures with them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, life is strange it's very you know it's ups and downs and nobody starts at the top you know that's yeah. like one of the things i think people want these days is maybe like instant gratification and just give me the money or you know i want to be a star but i mean how long have you been doing this um so i mean i started like boxing when i was 21 but at that time, I was, like, drinking a lot and just, you know, going through a bunch of stuff. So I never really went. Um, and then when I got sober at 22 years old, you know, I just I, – I was playing ice hockey for fun and boxing. So, you know, I was boxing two or three times a week and playing ice hockey and just kept doing that for a few years, not thinking anything of it. Like, it was just exercise and fun. Mm -hmm. And then I did, like, a couple smoker fights at my old gym. Wow. And then I was like, that was so fun. Like, I want to do that again. Wow. So my boxing coach at the time was like, hey, look, if you want to actually fight, like, you should go try this coach, Bobby, in Laguna Beach. So I messaged Bobby, went to Bobby. That was um, uh, May of 2017. And I was like, I want to fight. And he's like, okay, cool. Just show up. And that's that. I had my first amateur fight, August, 2017. Then my first pro fight, June, 2019. Wow. Okay. So like five years ish. Yeah. That's, I mean, so I was going to say that's a short time frame to go from not fighting or at all professionally to becoming the yeah. champion. <laughs> um, and Okay, so that's but and, and a lot of people start early, you know, like in like pre-teens and stuff. I mean, but not a lot of women probably, and and maybe not in so much in boxing either. Right. Yeah. There's yeah. very much so a lack of females in boxing, and that like you know, if you start late as a female, like you can because and there's not there's that not, many. There's not that many people. So yeah. if you're a male, like, you know, you got to be training since you're six years old if you want to win a world title. Yeah. Woman, I mean, hopefully that changes eventually, but there's just not that that many. So we have more opportunity to win belts before. Like, I won the – I had fought for the international champ title at my sixth fight. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that I, – that was funny. The poster for your guys' fight, I felt a little bad for the other girl because I was like, did they pick that picture on purpose? Or Okay. I did to them because I want this photo. So I don't know if she's going to look um, scary, but yeah. Everyone made comments about it. I'm like, oh, 
that's what she wanted so <laughs> yeah that was kind of funny i was like okay she looks like a little crazy uh, oh, nice. very very nice human uh, though so. <laughs> yeah and it was a good i mean she fought she fucking she fought her ass off you guys were like the cardio for that to just to be able to f make it to the end of the fight you know must it's like tell me about that please so while i'm in the fight right like everyone's like it's so close it's so close and i was like how i know it was, I, I obviously i got a little tired because yes that was like i've never had a fight like that before just like throwing a lot like that much because i'm usually just like pick my shots whatever so yeah, i was a little tired but like she kept missing like it looks bad because she's throwing a lot but i had no marks on my face i didn't get touched like wow. yeah you know, a lot of the punches so in my mind i'm like but she's not landing and they're like well it looks bad because she's throwing more yeah yeah it was it, but i know i'm like i miss 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 like i wasn't getting touched <laughs> i saw you at the end when they were right like calling off the scores and and there was like a little bit of uncertainty yeah. as to whether or not you won you know yeah i kept getting told like it's too close it's so close so i was like you know like, it was oh, like but it's funny because before the the seventh round um you know, and my coach Bobby in front of me, and he's like, okay, you're doing good. And then the other coach, too, was like, no, fuck that. You need to go out there and take these last two rounds. And I'm like, oh, okay. So, like, those, like, last two rounds, I think, saved me that fight. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And you, and I was cool. I saw, I was, you know, I was watching it this morning, and, uh, you know, and you rocked her. You definitely, you were catching her. And, yeah. uh, and, and, and you did seem that you were, like, slipping her punches pretty good, right? Yeah. Yeah, I hit her, like, there's a couple times when I, like, I in the 7th and 8th round where I hit her so hard, and I was like, oh, my God, how did she, like, still stay? standing? There was one, I think it was the 7th round. It was a cross I landed. You could actually see Dana White's face in the corner, like, <laughs> and then she held on to me so hard. I was like, you know, so she was just tough, and, and I, like, my, you should have seen how bruised my hand was after. I couldn't believe, like how tough she was she's a lot tougher than i thought yeah i i liked i was you have good like technique and stuff you had like your uppercut i like you got a nice uppercut and like a right hook type thing going on are you right-handed or left-handed I wasn't right yeah. okay um well it was an entertaining fight and obviously you're doing something right so uh keep keep doing that what how are you like parlaying any of this like into social media or whatever? I, like I'm so bad at social media, so <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Well so hopefully it just comes, you know, you just Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to Yeah. I mean it's funny because someone when like people post stuff on YouTube, like I've had um, I don't remember his name, but a random guy like actually like make videos talking about my upcoming fights, and I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. And then someone posted that last fight, and it's funny reading comments of people like that. Um, Aida girl won that fight, and I'm like, oh, uh, start getting used to this, huh? <laughs> yeah, don't read the comments. Uh, I, <laughs> I was, reader, but it's okay. <laughs> what, what? Say that again. I'm such a comment reader, but like. Oh. Yeah. People have a right to their own opinions because I've done that too with fights. He didn't win that fight. Like, it's just part of this. Totally. Yeah. I mean, especially, 
if there's any question, you never leave it to the judges um, because then you might lose. But it was an entertaining fight. And in the pre-fight interview, you were talking, you mentioned like this is a business and, you know, we need to like show up and and, and fight kind of in like an entertaining fashion. And so I really like, that's a good attitude for me as a business owner. I like when the fighters know well no it's a hard okay you're selling you i mean you're fighting you're but you're selling shit there's all those uh you know the the banners and and on the uh, on the canvas all the advertisement and like those people need a a return on their investment and when you show up like some Conor McGregor shit or whatever, I guess he's, he's like still the best example. Um, even though he's fallen off so hard, I can't, I I can't, I can't even really watch videos of him anymore. I'm like, damn dude, he used to be like on top and now he's kind of like cringy a little bit. Yeah. But, um, but he sold, he made people a lot of money and that's something you can do. I don't, and, but it's like, how do you, how do you do that? You know? Boxing definitely is different because no one really, like, female boxing isn't at a level where everyone wants to watch it. So, I know, I have to go in there and have, and, like, be entertaining. Not just, like, only look good, but also be entertaining or else no one's going to want to watch. Right. If you look at the top female boxers like Clarissa Shields, like, not that many people either, like, if you're, like, a casual, like, know who she is, but not that many people want to watch because... Just women's boxing is just like they say, oh, yeah, there's no knockouts. It's like too many rounds. Or if you're a boring fighter, then no one's going to want to watch you. Okay. I mean, so you had some style in there, too, that I liked the socks. And then, I mean, this is horrible. But even, I mean, it holds true for men fight, uh, fighters as well. Like, if you're better looking, you get better placement in the card. And... Uh, people want to watch your fights more. And um, so, and that's, I mean, kind of why the women's division grew because Ronda Ronda Rousey was cute and like winning. And, and then, you know, and then you start watching, you're like, they're, they're actually talented and good at what they're doing. It's not just that, but um, it has, a, it plays a role in, in people's attention to the sport and stuff. So, there's just a lot of factors in, involved. So it could be, you know, if, if, if you're like, if you do everything right, people will start paying attention kind of yeah. type thing. Yeah. And you know, I don't, I don't do this necessarily to get, you know, recognition and fame and attention. Like I just love fighting and the rest of it that comes with it is great. Yeah. I imagine it's like a fucking rush. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. Have you knocked anyone out? Cause I, I, I haven't like watched all your fights. Um, so, um, my second fight was against this poor girl who um, never had an amateur fight, nothing in her life, and her um, boyfriend told her she could beat me. So, luckily, it was just kind of like a TKO type thing, and luckily it was back then and not now, or else she would have gotten hurt, but um, there was that, and then my fifth fight was a TKO, doctor stoppage, because her eye was just 
Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, off with the two minute round because just say <clears throat> my fourth fight against uh, uh, Elvina White. Her name was Elvina White. She was like a top prospect. I wasn't supposed to win that fight, right? So in the first round, she came out hard, and then she ran right into a cross, and you know, it was a flash knockdown. And then nice. the second round, like I dropped her. But it was right at the 10-second bell, so the round was over. So just imagine having a whole extra minute. Uh, I could have finished that fight. But by the time I dropped her, the round's over. I could, yeah. you know, one whole minute. Like, that, that, like, makes a big difference. But also, still, it's kind of fun. It keeps the pace fast. So, you know, there's good things and bad things about two-minute rounds. And you can't, like in MMA or UFC, when you knock them down, you can then you can go like pounce on them or whatever. Right. But in boxing, the you have to stand back and wait for them to get up and everything. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you drop them on and you can't hit them. So <laughs> that's kind of, I never realized that until you were saying that right now. That there, you know, there's just differences, obviously, in the rules. And um, I was I was talking to my wife earlier, and I was like, I'm gonna ask her. Do you think there should be kicking in boxing? Maybe <laughs> <laughs> <be> kickboxing. <laughs> exactly. That would, and then I said she's going to say that would be kickboxing. <laughs> that's exactly. That's that's how that played out. So I, that's funny. And I, I don't know that kickboxing is is like better. It's like just either boxing or just go full on MMA. But uh, what 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 do you think? Yeah, I mean. Um, you know, back in the day when I was just kind of training for fun, like Muay Thai and yeah, uh, jujitsu and all that. But then I just like I loved boxing more. It was just like it just felt like that's what what I was meant to do. But you know, jujitsu is fun, but my body don't want to bend like that at all. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, 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 yeah. I mean, I train and I've done on like all the like uh kickboxing didn't really love it but also i didn't, I think it was my coach or whatever i've done like sambo and jujitsu and box and when i found boxing recently it was the most fun just because you get to like i like the combos and the calling out the numbers and and it's kind of more cerebral than people think mm -hmm. you know and uh so it's kind of it's just a really good it's great exercise mm -hmm. and it's yeah. just fun yeah, it is fun. like like a lot of people think like how oh, boxing's easier, but it's just different. Just like you have a space of right here to hit someone and knock them out and put them down. You can't hit their legs. You can't you can't hold on to them. You can't clinch. You can't do that. It's just different. Like you literally have to knock someone out just by punches. By yeah, that's it. Yeah. And you would think that coming in, going from boxing to MMA, you would ha have like an advantage in striking, but it's just like different. And it's I don't know. what do you, It's yeah. different because say like in boxing, you know, you slip and you roll a lot of punches. For example, when Heather Hardy, who was a boxer, fought in Bellator, she, she tried to roll and she got kicked in the head and her yeah. nose broken. Yeah. You can't do that. <laughs> yeah. No, that's happened a couple of times. Don't translate over, but if someone's like a good boxer in MMA, to me that means they have a good jab and good range. Like they can touch someone without getting hit. Mm-hmm. 
because a lot of people have a hard time with like range and, and being able to hit someone without getting hit and angles and get out of the way instead of just standing right in front of someone and swinging right angle and angle and move because that's boxing is getting hitting them without getting hit and angles a lot of angles footwork and movement you seem to have like a like a good body for boxing like kind of like long but yeah. I, I i don't know is that accurate yeah, because I'm I can make one thirty five easily, and I'm five foot nine. <laughs> then most of those girls are, you know, five foot two to five foot six. Is like probably the tallest person I fought. Okay, yeah, and that's the that's the uh, not flyweight. What it was lightweight. Lightweight. Mm-hmm. Lightweight, because it's a di- it's different. Like it's one forty five in MMA. But. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Boxing has a lot of weight classes, so if I move up, I'm just moving at five pounds, one forty. But that's okay. like like so easy to make. It's almost like one thirty five. Like keeps me more bigger. Yeah, bigger and more disciplined. Like in the fight camp. Okay, because I mean that's why people cut weight or whatever is because, so you can be the bigger opponent. Yeah, I mean not necessarily bigger. It's like I might be tall, but like I'm not like. You know, I guess I'm like I'm not petite, but I'm thin. Like that girl I fought, she probably could have. She's five foot two, maybe. She probably should be fighting at a lower weight, but she's thick, so <laughs> that's not my that's not my fault. You know what I mean? That's not my problem. <laughs> that sounds like she'd be like a line, like have some thick legs, probably. Yeah. 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 Um. So, well, a lot of places to go. <laughs> Let's. Go, I want to. Holly Holm, I just want to bring her up real quick because she was one of my favorite fighters that came in from from boxing, right? Uh-huh. And uh, <laughs> she shocked the world. <laughs> that was is is that in your? Were you watching back then? Or yeah, so okay. um, I kept telling everyone Holly Holm's going to win this fight. Uh, nobody listened to me. It <laughs> <laughs> was crazy. Because at first when I started watching Rhonda, like I liked her and then I started to like not like her, not because of her fighting, but just because of her personality. She's all like this all the yeah. time. And that's not me. And then here comes Holly Holmes, just like this little sweet badass bitch, like well not preacher's daughter. Yes, but she's just like so nice and I'm like I connect more with that versus the, the shit talker. Because I don't that's not what I do. I don't do that because I don't just don't yeah, like, yeah. If and, it's not your personality, yeah. yeah. And like I had read Rhonda's book, and I was like, I can't. So, um, yeah, I was very happy at that fight. That was probably one of the greatest moments. It was so crazy, and then, um, you know, and then like I don't know how many more fights she had, but then when she fought Misha Tate, I remember seeing that, and she was winning the whole fight, and then Maybe the last. That was so crazy, but she's still like, yeah. So everyone still loves her. She's still like a yeah. fan favorite, and she's just because of like, probably her personality, you know. Personality, yeah. Yeah. But you know, I don't know if you know Rhonda was also very young then, so she doesn't seem to be like that anymore. Um, I do actually also watch WWE wrestling, all of them. 
So Rhonda's been in WWE and she's great at it. Oh, nice. I hadn't, I haven't seen her in action. I know she, I see like stills of her on the, you know, whatever on the ring. Yeah. I mean, she can wrestle. She's got a personality and you know, she's great at it. So good for her. That's awesome. You don't have to take real damage. Like good for her. I just, what about like, have you ever thought of that? Like how how you're going to transition or whatever? What are you still too early in this? Probably still too early. You know, I, when I was younger, like my life dream was to be in the WWE, but um, then I realized you have to like act and talk on a microphone. I'm like, I'm good. I can't do that. <laughs> uh, you can do it. I mean, part, but like talking in front of people, not my thing. <laughs> it is. It is pretty crazy how because I think a lot of it is kind of ad libbed. Yeah. I'm not sure, but you're they're just playing this role or. Psycho, or yeah, yeah, and you have to be able to go on a microphone and nail it. But that's right, that's not my thing. I'm not good on the microphone, but you know, after boxing, I guess I really haven't gotten that far. You know, I love teaching it, I love coaching, uh, I love animals, so might do something with animals. Okay, yeah, we do, we do a lot of animals, we foster dogs, and we have chickens. So, yeah, they just started laying eggs, which is pretty cool. One egg, we get like one egg a day. We have eight chickens. It's like, what are you? What are the rest of you doing? We need more eggs, please. This is my rescue. Oh wow, what's his name or her name? Galio. Galio. That's cute. We yeah, we have three dogs too. There's this little peanut too. Oh, digital baby. Zero. Uh, zero. <laughs> yeah, That's... like the dog in Nightmare Before Christmas, a little ghost dog. Okay. I didn't see it. I didn't see that one. How can... <laughs> Sorry. Um. Okay, so I didn't know. I didn't know you had like an, such an affinity for Holly, but she's. I just the connection was like boxing and MMA and her and uh, she's great. Follow, still follow her. Yeah. I still yeah, follow her. A lot, of, a lot of belts in boxing. And it was funny. I think she fought boxing at like 147 and 154. So now MMA at 135 is crazy. Yeah. That's, <laughs> I think and then she went up to 145. I think she was fighting yeah. at 145. She's, she's just awesome. She's just, all of her fights have been really close, but like the ones that she's lost, you know, have been pretty close for the most part. It's still going, so I ain't going to be doing this at 40, I'll tell you that. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's... incredible. I mean, thinking about fighting at 40 is wild. It, it, it seems wild, but then we just had Glover Tixteran. He was 42, I think, and he was a champ. And I think 40 is like the new 35. I guess so. Yeah. You know, doing it for so long, though, it's almost just like... Like, cause she, you think she's been training since Holly's been training since she's, you know, 15, 16 years old. It's just a part of them. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. The, 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 well, like the stuff I did when I was my, in my teens, like playing basketball, it's, it does, it's just like muscle memory. It's just like, yeah. part, and I think that's true. It's kind of yeah. just like part of you. What did you do in high school? I played softball. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so, I got to college for it, but I quit. I was over it. Right on. 
Okay. Yeah. I was also doing a lot of drugs then too. So. Uh, yeah, I, I had, I, when I, I went to college and I made it, I don't know, I think I made it like a year and a half or something, but I ended up getting like arrested and I withdrew because yeah. I was a bad boy. <laughs> ultimately I got, I went back, got my bachelor's and my master's, but that was like after the army, the army kind of shaped me up a little bit. Mm. Which I think is is really good for people, and in, in in a similar way, like martial arts can yeah. be a like a defining kind of like turning point in your growth, because when we're young and don't have any direction, it can be you turn into fucking stupid shit, right? You end up fucking wanting to be a gangster or something. Like <laughs> Who do you think you are? Yeah, definitely. I've heard that. You know is being a lot of stories like i've been completely sober since i was 22 i'm 31 but you hear that a lot like you know boxing or martial arts like pull someone out of their hole and keep them sober keep them out of trouble you know it's just a very like constant story but that's just a testament of what this sport does for people i love it i think it's great i think everyone should participate like practice some sort of martial art i don't care if it's fucking like tai chi you know like movement and what and but the like the combat aspect the the i've never sparred with anyone boxing yeah i have and i got knocked out real quick not knocked out but like it was in the army and they we had what's called like combatives and i went to the i was trying to get i was super into it back then this is um like 2006, uh, ish. And, but they, we put on all these pads and like this whole get up and like the head, whatever protection. And then he hit me like one time and it was like, why did we even put on all these pads? Yeah. I mean, I didn't get knocked out, but he just, it was just like one hit and I was down. I have slow. I'm not, I, I I think I'm better. I would be better. I'm better at like jujitsu and like wrestling type stuff mm-hmm. because you can be a little slower and just like yeah. grab people. <laughs> but uh, what hmm, I forget my point of the whole like combatives, boxing. I don't know. But <laughs> so I always wanted to. Be, I always kind of like wanted to be something like special or whatever like kind of like a pre- I, I wanted to be the president of my own company and that's what i am um and i do a lot of i read books you know i listen to motivational like t- tony robbins and oh we were talking about spa, uh, being sober and stuff and that is really good but anyways um like to keep you so like because you get a high from from like it's a natural high yep yeah and yeah it's just better for oh and, and and so people should do that and i think it, it would it would probably prevent people from like spiraling into more in that like negative behavior but i do a lot of things like i meditate and do like ice baths and whatever like what do you do to like be the best and stay men- mentally spiritually physically um uh-huh. I don't. Well, I have my little doggies, so yes. Yeah. 
<laughs> my dogs keep me, you know, busy, but you know, I don't necessarily read a lot of like um, motivational stuff, but I read like a lot of fiction, like a lot. <laughs> yeah. So that's something I do a lot is just read because, you know, being in like a training camp and stuff, it's just like a lot, especially when you're at this stage where like I have to sell tickets or, um, you know, pay for my own belt and like just all kinds of stuff. Like, you have to pay for your own belt? Okay. Yeah. Did not know that. I lost that. That girl would have got a free belt, but um, I paid for half of it. So, okay. that, and then, you know, it's like I have to, at these local shows, everyone has to do it. It is what it is. You have to, if you're the, if you're the local person, you have to sell a certain amount of tickets. So it's yeah. always just stressful. So, you know, I go to the infrared sauna. Um, yeah, just, I mean, I guess I don't really... Do you do ice? Ice, ice baths or anything? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I used to do cryotherapy because I used to work at one. Um, but I haven't done it in a while. That's funny. Should do. <laughs> the cryo seems easier because oh, it's, it's like... Hard. It's easier. Yeah, it's way easier. It's like a dry cold. When you're in an ice bath, you're in an ice bath with water and ice. <laughs> it's so bad. But, <laughs> like, I don't know if you go to, like, AA or anything, but I would, I mean, I just thought of it, like, I would tell people, because you, like, talk about, like, a high or whatever. When you get out of it, it's like... It, well, it's just it's li li like chemistry. Like you, your body releases all these endorphins and dopamine yeah. and all that shit. So, and it's it's like you gotta experience the pain though to get that part. <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't done it in like four or five months. I was doing it almost eh, two or three times a week because I live in yeah, and I live in. If you go to my Instagram, Bobby the Bank, and you scroll back far enough. It would be. It was like snowing because I live in the mountains of Colorado, yeah. and we had to break the ice. And I would get in there, and it, that was almost better than like the fifty degrees. It was like because it was so cold, you couldn't even feel it. it was, so it's it's something. It's it's good for recovery and dealing with stress. You know, ultimately, if you can deal with that, the rest of your day should be pretty uh, cake walk. How's your diet? Right now, it's not great, but <laughs> uh, yeah, I, yeah, but, but that's it's all part of it. Like, there's all these like little pieces. Yeah. You know. Well, I fought. I fought um, two times in two and a half months, so I'm just kind of enjoying my my time right now. I don't want to fight my next. Fight plan is hopefully in November, so I'm gonna work on getting a fight in November. So for now, I'm just gonna keep working out and get in really good shape, so I can throw nine million punches and never get tired again. So that's my plan. I got a plan. So eating my calories, going to the gym, working out hard, and getting myself ready to go into another fight camp. Do you, Do you like Sylvester Stallone? Sure. <laughs> I don't know. Well, because I was gonna say Rocky, and then he just came out with this new movie, but he's like eighty, and but he's yeah. a superhero, and I'm gonna watch it. I haven't seen it, but <laughs> I haven't seen that movie. I'm not really a big movie person. Okay. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not either. But with, they're like, eh, it's because it's Potter. like a good Harry, Harry Potter. 
Okay. I tried to read those books and did you read them? I'm assuming you read them. Okay. I'm I do read like self-help books and like and sometimes fiction is just like it's gotta be whatever. It just wasn't for me. Yeah. No, I like stuff that's like not real life, you know, that's like my that's what like helps my brain like relax. If I'm reading a Stephen King book about, you know, a clown that <laughs> you know, it like, you know, that's right. like you know, stuff that's not like real life, but it's just, Yeah. Cause it's like a, it's not a distraction, but it like also like a vacation or something yeah. from life is trippy. I, <clears throat> I try to think of life as a, like kind of, I forget sometimes, but like a magical place, you know, I think we uh, like, you just look at what is and what, and you get what is, this is the secret talking i read all these books you look yeah. at what is and you get what is but if you can just kind of like see what you want to be and then that you can make shit happen like i've it, i'm gonna i'm a living example of like making something happen but it's kind of like luck but I, I there's luck and hard work but also just like the I feel like I wanted it and then the universe gave me the opportunity and then I capitalized on that. I, a lot of people will say they're going to do all this shit and then they don't ever do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, you're doing something. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And you know, life's crazy like that. Cause I mean, when I was younger, I didn't even watch boxing and know anything about boxing and I'm a professional boxer. Like I've never thought that ever. And right. ever. Like my like life goal when I was a teenager was to like go to raves and do drugs and die. Like <laughs> that's what I wanted to do with my life. And then here I am. I found something that gave me like a purpose in my life because I never had anything that I felt like gave me a purpose. Wow. Saying you know it took a while and I was like I want to do this and here I am. Yeah, I mean, so they say. You have to have, you know, like a direction where you want to go. Otherwise, you can like veer off course. But if you don't have any direction in life, you kind of get what life hands you. And it sounds like you were kind of like bouncing around and bounced into this opportunity, which that's that's life too, you know? That you either have a goal and, or you don't, but you're going to keep living and, and kind of end up where you end up and... Yeah. A lot of people might not, they, you know, you could have not went to the gym or met the guy or whoever it was. Yeah. You might be working at a fucking like a uh, car repair shop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'd be doing right now. <laughs> There's so many things. You could be throwing raves. Yeah. <laughs> Is that? DJ. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you, did you do music or whatever? Did you no. play music? No. <laughs> that was just my like crazy meth brain thoughts. Of <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't even like listen to that kind of stuff anymore. I'm like back at my rock roots. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I was wondering if it, it's it's good music though. Like the EMDR. Is that what it's called? Yeah, no. EDM something. EDM? EDM. EDM. Yeah. It's cool. I listen to like just rap and 
country music and rock music, I guess. Uh, like, like, oh, like 80s, 90s. Yeah. I like pop. Yeah, when I was younger, I was like, yeah, a little goth kid listening to like Screamo and going into mosh pits. And so that's what I like. <laughs> Is that, and you, did you grow up in Yorba Linda then? Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. So you're just, you've been there the whole time. Yeah. Um, is that where you want to like stay? Uh, no, I mean not forever, yeah. but like for now I'm good. Yeah. How far is that from the beach? It's like thirty minutes. Okay. Yeah. Is it okay? Oh. I lived in like Huntington Beach and Tustin and Garden Grove. Yeah. So you're one that's like it's like um, right before Corona on the ninety-one. Going towards Riverside. My brother lives in Temecula. Oh, yeah. Is that, is that far? Yeah. Oh, okay. 60 miles, probably. Okay. Well, I'm not close. <laughs> yeah. 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 Has traffic gotten any better? I don't know. It's getting worse. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> yeah. Well, I thought with like COVID and stuff. No. What did, when, when, you know, in the middle of COVID, it was, like, crazy how empty it was. It was so nice, but now it's back to normal. Okay. Nobody cares about COVID anymore here. <laughs> Good. Yeah. <laughs> that shit was a fucking scam. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it was so crazy. But it was, it was nice. I t- it was a nice little vacation for everybody. I guess. <laughs> 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 vacation. They couldn't fight for... You know, I could be 10 and 0 right now, but I couldn't fight for uh-huh. I didn't fight for almost two years. Oh wow. That's a good point. Yeah, see. So that kind of like held up progress. Yeah. But all... hey, in, that, in that time period I got a lot better because I still worked out. So kind of worked out anyway. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean it it just ruins the entire world economy, but just aside from that, uh it was okay. Well, good times. Yeah, I mean, we we had uh, Sheath had its best year in 2021, and we every year before that was like every year was our new best year, best year, best year, and we would double, double, double every year, and then we doubled again in 2021, and then this year it's been just like flat, which is great. I mean, it's fine considering we're in a recession. It's like good thing you're in business and you didn't go out of business like so many businesses did. Um, and we're working with all these cool people, champions. Have you seen, like I interviewed Brandon Marino on this podcast. If you're watching this right now, what's up? Brandon Marino. Yeah. He, I mean twice and he, and I met him and I've held the belt. That was really cool. Yeah. But I, I get, I mean, I, I get to, have these conversations with these people and it's just, it's really a cool situation to be in because I pay you guys and then you have to come on here and <laughs> entertain me or whatever. <laughs> yeah, we love to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. Next time you do like the cool thing about, being an underwear company also is like, and working with fighters is you have to weigh in in your underwear. Yeah. And that's why we started doing it is because it's like, they fucking weigh in in their underwear. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. And so it's great advertising. We'll get you, we, we have a bunch of different 
we have like boxers and cheekies and I thought, I think we just, I don't know what exactly that's the only thing we sent you was the red bikinis, but you were like, well, we have other stuff we can send. I I wore the red because my outfit was red, but you did send a bunch of stuff. Oh, I did. Okay, good. Okay. It was red. So I was going all red. (laughs) Okay. Power. Red is power. There's there's something to the color. That's why we chose it. Like that's our main, like, like Coke, it was actually after Coca-Cola. You know, <laughs> it's like that, that's a big. It's a good color combo. It pops, you know, yeah. and so that's why we picked red. And people seem to like the branding. We're very lucky because you know I came up with the idea. Do you even know? Like you only have the women's pair. I didn't. I'm assuming we didn't send you any men's pairs. No, but you can. I'll give them out. <laughs> Do you know? Like, there's like a pouch on the inside. Yeah, I have seen okay. that. I keep telling guys, like, hey, I got a pouch in there. So <laughs> it's nice. A lot of guys like it. And um, so I, that, that, well, so I had the idea for that. And the idea is one thing. It's, it, it, that's cool. But then when we came up with like the name and the branding, and we've just gotten really kind of lucky with a lot of the people we've worked with, which it's all just things that I was already into. I was already into watching, you know, fighting and, and I listen to podcasts and comedians. And then, so we sponsor these people and it, so like I'm listening to the stuff that we're sponsoring and I'm watching the fighters we sponsor. And so it's kind of like, it's a win-win. And then you guys get something out of it. You know, it's like, um, you could just give, this sounds horrible. You could give money to charity or you can give money to fighters. <laughs> yeah, especially someone like me, who's I'm in my beginning stages. So having something like this, like it, like really helped me. And yeah, yeah. You know, like I'm in my beginning stages, and, and especially with boxing, it's very like uh, hard to be seen too. Mm-hmm. Because right. Not you know, not like a UFC fighter where hundreds of thousands of people get turned on the TV and watch you. Like, it's hard to be. Good. Yeah, yeah. Well, just keep you know. Think you got to think positive. You got to read these books, The Secret. <laughs> and uh, I did that a long time ago, actually. <laughs> well, there you go. And, and that, I, I, that was that one. Now I think, right? <laughs> say that again. There's more. Like they keep writing more of them. Uh, yeah, there was like one called the Moses Code, actually, that was like a sequel to that. And it was pretty good. It was about like frequencies and stuff. But, you know, it all kind of actually goes back to this other book called Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. It was written in 1910. And he interviewed, you've heard of that? Yeah. Yeah. I would, that's, I, I recommend that on like too much to the point where I don't do it that much anymore. But like, I recommend you read Think and Grow Rich because, it it just like shows it kind of just boils down the it's not even like they're just like characteristics they're traits there's things you can learn there to do things in a certain way to be successful um because you don't have to be like tall or smart even like that smart or like that good looking or whatever there's like there's just well there's a lot of principles 
but <laughs> you can, I mean, you have to kind of see it, you know, you got to really want it. I mean, just wanting it, just wanting it and making the decision to go get it is like probably the biggest thing that people just don't do mm-hmm. because you don't want to want it because if you want it and you don't get it, then you're going to fail. And if you don't yeah. tr- try, then you won't yeah. fail. Yeah. But that's just part of life. It was scary doing my first pro fight, but I wanted it and I did it. That's that. <laughs> See, and you don't have to read the books. A lot of people, you know, are successful and they don't, they kind of have these natural tendencies to just do go above and beyond. And, you know, addicts, it's, it's kind of funny, have, uh, they're like really ambitious. I think we really they want they want something more, and then you're going to that thing for the the, the thing that's more. But you're really just ha- like misguided energy. Yeah. Well, it, like you know, have you heard like criminals are like very smart people? Like imagine if you put all of that work into something else. It's exactly. Like doing whatever you're doing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like scam, you're instead of putting all this energy into these scams. Yeah. Do a legit business. <laughs> yeah. But, I don't know. It's probably like that for, you know, like me trying to find drugs, the thrill of it too. Just, well, and I sold. Yeah, that's why I got arrested. I was like selling weed and Coke yeah. and like I was trying to be something special, yeah. but it was misguided. Like I thought that was a good idea, which was not a good idea. Right. Yeah. Because you can't win. You can't win. No. You either get addicted, robbed, arrested, die. Nobody in nobody makes it to the top and like has like a golden parachute at the end of the no. No. journey. No. Yeah. You're dead or in jail. <laughs> yeah. So all you people out there, young kids. Don't sell drugs or do drugs. I would say not, you know, because um Especially if you're already kind of like happy, it was kind of funny. I was I was like doing well. Like I didn't need to smoke weed. I was just started. I moved to a new town, or actually back to my old town, where my friends were all like had started smoking weed, and then I was hanging out with them. And you know, months go by, and eventually, just kind of monkey see, monkey do. And so I started with that. Stopped getting high from weed, so I started doing the powders. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then that fucking derailed my whole life. But uh, here I am. Well, you know, um, any of that stuff can derail your life. Alcohol. I don't know about. Yeah. I don't know about weed. Honestly, I've never heard of weed derailing anyone's life. But um, <laughs> yeah, and all that other stuff. But <laughs> yeah, the pills and the powders oh. are the. Those are the bad ones. Yep. I know it's you can you can get by on like mushrooms and weed or whatever, and if you if you're not an alcoholic, which I I'm not, but you know because like I can have two beers and not like um, I don't want more. Have, yeah, more blackout. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I've just yeah. never been like that. Yeah. So, but if you are like that, then you that's. Yeah, so I just like don't do anything, you know. You know, maybe I could smoke weed, but I just don't. That's why for it's, me to something else. And no, and that's a, yeah. The, I, I, my daughter, I was like, she's like happy 
and we live in Colorado where weed's legal and like someone in her, she's been exposed to it and I, I smoke weed and, but I don't want her smoking weed. Like yeah. you're, it's like, you're already fucking happy. Like if you're just gonna, you have these chemicals and you're going to make them imbalanced now. And then you're going to like want to do that all the time. Whereas you're fine now. Just don't start the thing. I feel like if you just don't start, you'd be good. But you know, <laughs> because then you get like this fucking jewel. I have this jewel right here. And if you if I hadn't started with the jewel, I would have yeah. smoked the jewel. Yeah. It's annoying. <laughs> I need to go on a like a sabbatical to an island and just like food and water, sun, beach. No. I, you know, like it's so easy to access, you know, like these things and, you know, if you don't think you have a problem or whatever, it's just like, Oh, I'll just smoke a little bowl or whatever. Yeah. I know if yeah. you're you know, aware of it and you just want to, you know, smoke your jewel or smoke your bowl, then you got one life, you know? Yeah. Well, I need to, I, need to get, <laughs> I keep saying I need to get my life together. It's like, <laughs> But it is all the time. There's always yeah. something. <laughs> yeah. It's always something. Like the loose thread. And I'm always I mean I'm always trying to get better also, like make improvements. I like progress. And if you're not making progress, it's hard well for me to be like happy. It's mm -hmm. like I feel like I'm not making progress. How do you feel about that? Yeah, you know. Just kind of take everything. It's like the AA slogan: one day at a time. Mm -hmm. Want to have a bad day? Gonna have a bad day. Gonna have good days. Gonna have great days. Gonna have shitty days. Just one day at a time, and just go from there. <sighs> yeah, that's a good group. I kind of, I think that there's. Um, it's interesting. I mean, like, <clears throat> I've I've been to AA a bunch of times, uh, and. If you're gonna be sober, you should probably go to AA because then you have a group of people that are doing it with you and support you and kind of like understand what you're going through and you can talk to them. It's really I've I've always found it really nice. Yeah, I don't really go anymore, but when I first got sober, it was, you know, almost every day. Yeah, like really, like you know, having a sponsor and just working through a lot of my shit, like it really changed my life. So. <sighs> It definitely is good for. Who is, who is, somebody just popped on here. Is Darn, Darnell, do you know who that is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's just checking in. <laughs> that's that's uh, Mystic Black MMA. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's, that's okay. Good. Uh, <laughs> I, well, I appreciate him setting this up. That was, it, it's, really cool to be working with you i'm really happy to that you won you know um i'm hoping that you can continue to go on and keep winning i, I will try you know the goal is so let me explain this belt a little bit so having you know wbc is like a big uh, mm -hmm. you know organization yeah. so this belt basically puts me in the rankings so then I can get that world title shot sooner than later. Yeah. 
the goal is Katie Taylor. <laughs> Katie Taylor. Okay. In November or? Gosh, not so. I need a couple more fights. Okay. 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 So she's holding it. She's holding the belt you want. Yeah, all belts, all of them. Oh wow. Okay. At one thirty-five. Okay. Well, you got to visualize it. You see it with your hands raised. I'm sure you've heard that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I do. It's I not. Yeah, okay. fight. All I think about every single night. Okay, asleep. good. Nice. Okay, good. Because, I mean, Henry Cejudo was doing that and before his fights, and he would, like, reenact the whole thing, like, actually act it out, you know, walk out to the ring, put your hands up, and have the announcers say, and the new whatever champion. And that's where I think, like, this the magical aspect of this world still exists and it's kind of like praying or meditating or visualizing what you want to happen maybe write it down you know like a spell book <laughs> and then it's it's just i think it, it increases the odds of it happening if you kind of kind of do these things you can kind of just want it a little bit or, or you know go for it but if you do these extra little things i feel like it's it's more powerful so that's my advice <laughs> to everyone coming up yeah, trying to do that that's like a, i think a big thing in um combat sports is visualization yeah you want to see how you're gonna how you're gonna do it and just put that in your head and always having your hand raised at the end yeah yeah and then the, there's just something about muscle memory with with, with regards to that also but the books I've read or like the secret, they're just like, just visualize the outcome. You don't know how, you don't have to worry about how you're going to do it. Just that you're going to do it. And then the rest will kind of unfold. But I'm sure there's plenty of people that read the secret and they're all still losers. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the catch. It might not, it might all be bullshit and I don't know. So give yeah. it a shot. And it works for you. you know? Exactly. Yes, that is the exact truth. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, I live in my own little fantasy world, and if it works for me, it works for me. It's not going to work for everybody, but I, I mean, I, but I see people that have done it, and like, I literally, I'm reading these books of, of about people who have done it, and I'm kind of just like, do what they do, do what they did. Your coach, and we're going to wrap it up here very shortly, but. Um, you know, like if you didn't have a coach and you had to learn it all by yourself, you wouldn't progress as fast because right. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then you have to figure it out and it'll take you 10 years instead of two months or two years or whatever. So look to the people that have done it in the past, like do what they did, you know, that's. Yeah. And like, listen, you know, a lot of people like, you know, put your ego away and listen and take direction in anything in life. A hundred percent. Yeah, that's it. It's simple as that. You're not. You don't fucking know everything. Listen to people that do and have done it. I've done it. Yeah. Yeah, because that you know they're not full of shit because they literally did the thing that you want to do. So <laughs> that's you know that's it in a nut bag, nut bag, nutshell. <laughs> uh, just. You know, because I, I, the point of doing this is not only to have great conversations, but to kind of like show the way that I did it. Because I'm not anything special. I just, but we're doing really well. 
as a as a company and and it all started with just like an idea and then i just want other people to know like that they can do it too type thing and so that's what this is about thank you chelsea for joining me of course thank you i appreciate your time and uh conversation i hope you have a great rest of your week and we'll be in touch all right send uh darnell some underwear uh, yeah, yeah. If he doesn't have any, we absolutely should have done that already. I think he would love them. I'm, I'm writing that down. Send Darnell some underwear. And also, I, I think uh, your your handle was just like Chelsea yeah, Anderson. Chelsea May, yeah. Chelsea May. Chelsea with two underscores. M A E. May May. Yeah, May May. Why? What is? And my boxing coach Bobby just started calling me May May, so I didn't have a nickname, so that was that. It's <laughs> a good name, Chelsea May May Anderson. Okay, thank you. See you later. Bye. Okay, bye bye. That is how you do it, ladies and gentlemen. We interview champions on the Robert Patton Global Podcast channel. That's Chelsea May May Anderson, WBC International Women's Champion. Of the lightweight division you can go check her out she just said chelsea underscore may at uh on instagram and you could see her she was like rocking the sheath weighing in and whatnot so we appreciate that check out her check out her fights on youtube just look up chelsea mma or chelsea anderson uh, boxing and um, go to sheathunderwear.com sheathunderwear.com use promo code rpg and you can save 20 percent on your next order and um, the next interview is going to be um, Elijah Smith. It's Gilbert Smith's son, and he is—he uh, just turned professional. So we'll be dropping that next week. Thank you so much for joining me. We'll see you next time.